Welcome back to the Manga Revolution Podcast, your home for the best in-depth commentary on the latest manga chapters. I'm your host, Kevin, and with me today is Rock. How are you, Rock? Doing great, Kevin. Glad to be here as always. Yeah, it's great to have you. I'm excited to talk to you because we got a new manga release, and that was also in our comic book wheelhouse as well with Deadpool Samurai. So we're going to be talking yeah. about uh, Deadpool Samurai Volume 1 um, this week, and we're also going to be talking about some Dragon Ball Super news before that. So it's going it's oh, yeah. to be good fun times here. But before we get into all that, um, as always, you could follow the Manga Revolution podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever you could download um, your pod- favorite podcast. So um, and you could also follow Rock and I's work on the comic book and manga industry at comicbookrevolution.com, where I saw Rock posting recently something about the Green Lantern and how that franchise and survivability. Um, and we also have a couple of reviews from this past week. I also uh, included my review for the recent chapters for My Hero Academia, so you could check those out. You could follow me on Twitter at the Kevin Lioness. And you can follow also the Comic Book Revolution Twitter account on, at CB Revolution and the Manga Revolution uh, podcast at the Manga Podcast. Rock, where could we find you? You can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Rock2KsRevolution. Awesome. Um, Rock, before we get into talking about Deadpool Samurai, um, we got last minute news coming out of Japan for the Dragon Ball Super superhero movie that was really exciting that I wanted to talk to you about. That we got news that. It's going to be releasing in April 2022, which is usually when we see the Dragon Ball movies come out in Japan. But the bigger yeah. news for us here in the North, North America is that we're actually getting it in the summer of 2022. So Yay. we don't have to wait until the Christmas time, <laughs> end of the year to, to watch it. What do you think of this news? I think this is awesome. I love that we're getting it earlier in the summer. I yeah. think that it's just it's fantastic. Look, the more that these Japanese manga and anime companies realize that you don't have to have a big delay between when it rolls out in japan and when it rolls out in north america the more they shorten that up the better and at this day and age kevin with technology the way it is it's it's not the 1980s anymore okay we don't have to wait a long time the more simultaneous releases the more the the narrower the gap it is between the japanese release and the north american release the better really excited to see this i, I hope we get more of that. Yeah. And do you think that um, because this is unusual, because like I said before, yep. we like the last couple of Dragon Ball movies, they get it in spring. Springtime is a good time for Dragon Ball to release a man- uh, movie for the last few ones. But we don't get get it here in the United States until the end of the year. Do you think that this is a sign that we're maybe going to get a Dragon Ball anime announcement in the summer? Because since especially if the convention season comes back back right. around that time, they got to have some kind of big news for, during convention season, right? They, yeah. they just have to. They have to. And what would be better than this? A yeah. new anime for Dragon Ball Super. That would be fantastic. I, I hope that's what it is. I don't want to get yeah. my hopes up too high, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? But I, it does, it does make sense when you think about. Well, they're getting this. They're getting this. The movie so early. What else do they have to spring on us in the summertime during convention season? They got to be holding something back, right? Mm-hmm. And it's been a while since we've gotten that anime, too. So yeah. it's about time. Enough time has passed. It makes sense. Yeah, because uh, Dragon Ball Super ended in 2018. So we haven't really had a new anime there. We have had technically like the web series um, that's uh, a new anime that based on the Dragon Ball uh, superhero um, right. arcade game. But that's a Japan exclusive thing where yeah. they haven't translated or brought it over to other countries. So that's not really a, like in part of the Dragon Ball universe outside of the video game. 
that they have out there to promote and that's more of a promotional tool so it has been since 2018 since we've had anything proper for like the worldwide audience so that's why right. I, I brought it up of like I, I do feel like they're doing this quick enough because they have like a bigger announcement of an anime coming up and again i don't want to get my hopes up but <laughs> seeing how like these things typically work and I, especially with funimation now like yeah. having simul uh, uh, pub uh, for uh for most anime now if they're going to do a new anime and it's going to be based off after the superhero movie then mm-hmm. they would want that movie out here as quick as possible so that that way for fans Absolutely. to get even more invested in whatever they have planned for next. And the other thing that was interesting about this announcement too, that they included the key visual, which is the same key visual that we had of Gohan, Piccolo, and, and some of the others, but they updated it to include Trunks and Goten in it. Um, and But not just Trunks and Goten, but they're actually teenage forms from the end of Dragon Ball Z or like a little bit beforehand with the changes being that Trunks actually has blue hair in this one. Yeah. Um, continuing the trend of Trunks being updated to his manga version. Um, so he has yeah. blue hair instead of purple hair. And then we also see Goten with um, not his uh, mullet from the end of Dragon Ball Z, but he does have his a lot a little bit longer hair that of his um, that uh, of his dad. So we we are seeing that Dragon Ball Super Superhero is going to be taking place a little bit before the time skip of that we saw at the end of Dragon Ball Z. What do you think of the that choice? And like we're actually going to see Trunks and Goten in the movie. I like it. I like that we're getting both Trunks and Goten. I love the blue hair. I like that. Let's continue that trend, please, as we move forward with Trunks. And I like the time period they're picking for this movie. I think it's an interesting time period that I'm curious to see more of. It's one that excites me a lot in particular. I don't know. It, it, I guess everybody favors what they what they're first exposed to when it comes to you know comic books and manga and anime, right? So that's that's the time period that I, I I most get excited about, so I'm I'm glad that that's where they picked. Yeah, and also it's like such a blank period that we don't know what what happened right, right beforehand, and it also does feel like again continuing Toriyama just rewriting everything about Dragon Ball with like yes. Dragon Ball GT possibly not being a thing, and maybe it's, it's going to be go, Kevin. <laughs> and and also not just that, but it seems like he they're definitely skipping over everything that happened in the current Dragon Ball Super manga. Um, because the, of the time skip and everything and Goten and Trunks being teenagers here. So we know that this is happening way after whatever events are going on in the current manga. So it's going to be interesting if they do an announcement for a new anime series, if the current manga isn't going to factor in or like the storylines with Moro and uh, um, current current alien threats, uh, the heaters and things like that, they're not actually going to be a thing in, in the anime or it's not going to be in continuity. It's not, they're not going to, they're going to just say like, oh, no, nothing really happened. They just continue training and whatever right. new anime is going to be is maybe post GT or post Dragon yeah. Ball Z or whatever. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see because there's a lot of possibilities. And I hope that that's the route that they go with, that they don't follow any sort of Uh-oh. continuity, that they just leave it open. Kind of like Super, where Super was, they're just like, we're going to explore a blank period between like right. the end of the Boo saga into the epilogue of Dragon Ball Z. And there's all those years. So it's a blank period it's like a fresh slate and maybe that they'll do that with this of like you know what we don't know anything that happened after the epilogue let's just do do something new yeah i agree i like that approach the most too that's the one that interests me by far the most so stick with that i think would be good yeah and 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 i think everybody is accepting of a multiverse now like oh yeah marvel a little bit more i think more more fans especially like anime fans are into like alternate universes where we saw like sailor moon came, came back and did a 
<laughs> new Sailor Moon animated anime right. that's cl- closer to to uh, the the manga than it was the animated series. So, mm-hmm. so it's not it's not nothing new for for the anime world too that there's separate types of stories. Absolutely. So. No, it's, t- it's time. More multiverse everywhere. Bring it on. I'm fine. I'm fine everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. We have we had that um so again it's exciting just because again we're super uh, as much as we're not digging the current manga it's we're yeah. always digging the anime so it's yep. it's fun to get news and, and it's just good to see know that we're going to get that uh, Dragon Ball Super superhero movie uh, here here soon, soon enough so um, with, with that we're going to be today we're going to move on to our big topic of Deadpool Samurai we finally got this manga that came out in Japan uh, last year finally here translated so. Uh, for those that might not know, um, the Deadpool Samurai is part of the Viz and um, or Suecia and Marvel partnership um, that the, that was announced last year. That we're, we're also getting a, a Marvel Meow that's based on Captain Marvel's um, cat, and also we're going to be getting the Yu-Gi-Oh creator who's writing an Iron Man Spider-Man manga later this year as well. So that and Deadpool Samurai was really like the first thing that we got out of this and in Japan, and it finally came out here and. The United States um, last week, and so we wanted to jump in and actually read it and see how this thing t- turned out. And Deadpool Samurai is written by uh, Sanshiro Kasama, and and the artist is Hikaru Usugi, who have collaborated in various things, but it's really been a lot of one shots. They had one series that that they did together that lasted about ten chapters. That it's called Sugihaki uh, Quest, which again ten ten chapters, and then the rest of their their catalog that they've worked together on has been just a bunch of one shots that not anything I think most people would know about. It's just um, no. <laughs> in Japan or that have come over here. So, yeah. Um, so again, they are kind of, they're, they don't have that large catalog as you would think they have, but with Deadpool Samurai, it's their, the biggest work definitely that they've done together. Um, and with, with this uh, series, um, the story is basically just Deadpool decides to go to Japan. Cause he got a, he even says that I'm in Japan. Cause I got a new, uh, I got a new manga from Shonen Jump, so he decides to jump over there, and uh, immediately he fights like uh, some bad guys. And the Avengers call him up and say, "Hey, we're, we want to set up an Avengers Japan in Japan, and you're, we're going to put you on the team." He complains a little bit, but then he they convince him in that they're going to pay his college tuition, and he's like, "Oh yeah, okay, cool, you're going to pay that, yeah. All right, awesome." And uh, <laughs> Deadpool basically goes around recruit uh, meets up with uh, the. Japan version of Spider-Man. Her name is uh, Sakura Sakura Spider, mm-hmm. and she basically does have the same exact same powers as Spider-Man. Even like kind of similar origins. Yep. She has the her costumes a little bit more like Spider Gwen, uh, like with a hoodie yeah. instead. Yep. Um, but she doesn't really wear a mask. She just wears a, like a Spider-Man hoodie. And they they fight fight against Loki. Loki runs away after a little bit, and then the next Deadpool then gets assigned to go. Uh, recruit another another hero um her her name is nero who has like symbiote based power she even has like a symbiote like like that looks like venom but it's more like a parakeet that talks to her and everything like that too so um (laughs) and she goes out of control because the symbiote takes her over deadpool figures out a way to calm her down she joins the team as well and um and after at the end, well, Deadpool, Soccer Spider, and Nero end up teaming up together, and they they face off against Thanos, and that really is where we end off volume one. Again, the stories are pretty quick. Rock, I, I, yeah, I don't know what, what you think of it, but 
I, I felt like they were pretty quick. It was all introductory for these two new characters, especially with Sakura Spider and Nero. We got some backstory for both of them. Nero, yep. we got more backstory for her. Yep. Um, and Deadpool just doing his silliness in, in Japan instead of the United States. So, so what, what did you think of that Deadpool Samurai? It's, yeah, it's, 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 it's fine. It's, you're right. The chapters go by really quickly, especially given how long they are. Because uh, they're not they're not your traditional like you know nineteen nineteen page you know chapter that you get with a lot of manga on the Shonen Jump uh, app. Instead, I mean these chapters like chapter one was about forty three pages, and then chapter two you're looking at about you know thirty one pages. So they're much longer, but at the same time, Kevin, they seem to go by so much faster. Than a lot of manga that I read that have 19 page chapters. And I think a big reason for that is, and I think I, I, what I say, what I'm about to say isn't, I'm not digging at the manga when I say this, but I don't know how else to describe it. There's just not a lot of depth there. Okay. It's, it's what you get is, is, is what you see right on the surface. It, it doesn't require you to use your brain. <laughs> to think about anything whatsoever there's no subtext to anything the storylines are not complex even remotely <laughs> so it is very very simple plotting very basic storylines and a d- very direct on the surface story and it relies mostly on the gags from deadpool to carry you through all the chapters that's really what powers everything look Sakura Spider. They even have Deadpool uh, make a joke about like, so you're basically just a ripoff Spider-Man. You just basically stole his entire origin. I, I mean, so they they know what they're giving you. It's Spider-Man with boobs. They know what they're giving you. They are not trying to hide it. Okay, it's part of the joke that that you're getting. Not not to say that I didn't like her character. It's just it's part of the joke that yes, it's Spider-Man with boobs. Got it. Move on. The editors were not being very creative when they made the story. Um, now, I would say with the Venom one, that is exactly, Kevin, if you asked me, like, okay, give me the manga version of Venom, this is exactly what I would expect yeah. to get. You know yeah. what I mean? And she's definitely the- what you think. I mean, she, they, they, they reference it in the, the manga because Deadpool is constantly breaking the fourth wall, but she's very much a Moe character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? that, that's what I was going to say, too, where, like, you definitely see that with the soccer spider and and their version of venom with who's uh, named nero is that soccer spider doesn't really get much of a backstory she's just basically oh. a direct copy of like peter parker yes. um, yeah <laughs> and they, they call it out and what's the and, joke about even her uncle like the kanji for her uncle's name can yeah. be read it uh, said as ben yeah so so it's like they, they're not being super creative of like the, no. the spider-man uh, of this version of spider-woman um like it's not a spider against situation where she has no. this long backstory or like or no. Jessica, Jessica Drew or stuff like that. So no. they definitely cheap. I would say cheaped out on the soccer spider. Even though I, I do, oh, yeah. I will say that I do like her costume. I do like that she has the like the Spider Man hoodie kind of thing going on. No. And while she doesn't have a mask, her costume is is unique enough and still has the Spider Man elements. But really, that like her design is cool. But in terms of a character, she's just basically the straight supposed to be the straight man to Deadpool's wacky comedy, but I feel like it doesn't work because they don't really tap into like, they just call out that she's exactly like Peter Parker, just a female version of him. Um, And I just do feel that that's a waste because they could have made her something more. Um, And and we have definitely not anything more. I agree. She's the straight man and that's it. There's very little to her character. 
you're right. Which is especially disappointing because we've seen with Spider-Man, especially like how much they've expanded on the Spider-Man mythos uh, as of late. So I feel like they could have done more and they could have used examples like like with Gwen Stacy and Jessica Drew and things like that. Or like, hey, you know what? The gag can't just be that they're a female version of Spider-Man. Um, they can be more, right. and so and they and they do dig into with Nero with Venom. They actually they dug into her backstory. Dude, she's uh, an actual character. Yeah, she, she, actual yeah, character. yeah. And you like you, you have almost a full, what a full chapter dedicated to her backstory. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah. I was surprised that they didn't do that with Sakura Spider. Um, yeah. And so, which again, it's just one of those things where I, I understand because especially at the beginning they want to focus on Deadpool, and maybe that was right. a thing that they just decided hey you know what we introduced this new character early on but we still just want to write deadpool <laughs> so yeah. so and i and that's what it definitely feels like he's like well we introduced this new character but we're excited to write deadpool and deadpool is the character that we want to write about so which is again it is a deadpool series so that's understandable but at the same time you do have a character that's one note at best and um, it, it really comes across as one note even more she came across one note when you first meet her kevin yeah. but it's really highlighted underscored and put into bowl when you meet nero's character yeah and she is so much more developed and unique it makes yeah. it even more obvious that they what they did with with sakura spider yeah and, and even with nero like too like from her introduction to like i i like that they she is the venom version of for 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 the uh, manga verse uh, of marvel but at the same time, they immediately do something interesting where they have like the Venom symbiote talking to her like a, almost a, like a parrot. Uh, it is like, like on, a pirate parrot, isn't it? Yeah. So <laughs> you have that right away before she even transforms into full Venom and goes like right. Hulk, like the Venom Hulk yeah. on style. But so like, again, it's little things like that. I was like, oh, you know what? You did something different from what we see in the comic books where yes. it's, still the, it's still the same thing as Venom because we know that Venom is its own sentient being and usually right. up to Eddie Brock or... Cletus Cassidy and stuff like that. We always see that type of stuff, but they did something unique that we haven't seen in the conflicts before. And that just, make, again, makes it a little bit more disappointing. And it, it was also interesting that they used uh, Loki as the first villain that they fought, because I was I, I was not expecting I was actually surprised that Loki was the first Marvel villain that they used, and I wasn't expecting yes. him mm-hmm. uh, there. But as and they, they made good use of, I, I felt like they made okay use of Loki in terms of like, what, especially how he plays off Deadpool, but he was also kind of one note as well. Like he just kind of comes in and out. Like I, yes. I feel like they could have done a little bit more and just kind of speaks to, again, this, this series is Deadpool and, and they want to play up the joke of writing as many Deadpool jokes as they can, especially or, like you get that in the first, what, three, four chapters of like, they're trying to write as many Deadpool jokes as possible. Yeah. I, you know, when I saw Loki when he first appeared and I was like, Oh, Oh, we're going to get Loki as the villain. Yeah. I was disappointed because I just like, I get it. He was in the insanely popular Avengers movies. Got it. He was in the popular Thor movies. Understood. He's guys on TV. Marvel has other villains. Can I stop getting, can we stop serving me up the same villains over and over again, just because they were in a big popular MCU movie? You know what I mean? So I was kind of disappointed that it was Loki. It's also a character I've never, ever, ever, ever put in even the same thought bubble in my head with Deadpool. And then the Loki that we got was just kind of, again, he's okay. He's a pretty, he's the pretty boy Loki. (laughs) Right. I mean, it's, he's fine. He's fine. It's not, it's not going to excite you nor put you off. It's, it's fine. You know what I mean? 
so, eh, you know, they could. I thought. I feel like they could have picked a more interesting villain. Yeah, and and also the it kind of speaking to the oh yeah, it's the villains from the MCU of who's the like the villain at the end that I mentioned was Thanos. Like they picked Thanos as the, the next villain that shows up here, and they could have like again, it's like a hook ending that maybe like the white audiences will understand because Thanos is like the big boss of the M- MCU, but. At the same time, it's just like even that introduction, and especially with how Thanos is drawn, um, it it didn't fit the way that I would think of Thanos and things like that, and the intimidating version of him. Um, Yeah, yeah. And and I was just like, oh, so that's what you're doing? Okay, cool. Um, I know that this is gonna be a joke too because of Deadpool. Um, And right, there's. I would have laughed out loud more if Cable maybe appeared because especially <laughs> with the Cable and Deadpool connection. Yeah, yeah. Like, and you because I feel like that's another a good character to introduce into this type of story. Right. Because um, I, I, but that's just me as a comic book head and having enjoyed the Deadpool Cable series from back sure. in the day. But I think that you could you could have done a lot more in terms of using the Marvel catalog of like. No, you know, I agree. It, it doesn't need to just be the villains. It just it does, and you could do more superhero stuff because we do see Captain America and Iron Man pop yes. up here, but yes. even they are like caricatures of themselves yes. normally. They are. Um, and so it's just like, again, they're just trying to write the MCU really. That's like. and that's my kicker. So I was disappointed with Loki, right, for the reasons I mentioned. And then we fast forward to the end and the big dramatic hook ending of Volume One is the appearance of Thanos. And my reaction was just like, ugh. Okay, I get it. We're just getting the greatest hits of the MCU villains. Okay, wonderful. And again, Thanos, not really a villain. I'm going to be pairing up with Deadpool. It just, just, I I was not excited by the choices. of. It it just made it feel like greatest hits of the MCU. It didn't give this manga the sense of it's going to be its own thing. I'm going to give you some, I'm going to give you a Japanese interpretation of, these Marvel characters. Instead, I'm just going to get the MCU. It's not what I was looking for when I was about to crack open this uh, volume of Deadpool Samurai. Yeah, and it just, and it does feel like a waste of just a Marvel catalog right away because they could have yeah. introduced characters like Lady Deathstrike or Taskmaster yep. would have been great because yes. Taskmaster has like the same kind of intimidating look as Thanos yeah. and, and and would fit in this world too. Like that. And I'd love to see setting. a Japanese version, a Japanese design of Taskmaster too. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, and it's so it's like one of those things where there's a lot of villains that they could fill the role and could play off. Yes, um, Deadpool just as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, again, just using Thanos and Loki as the first two vill- Marvel villains that they use again, I get it. I understand yeah. why they did it, oh, but at the same time, it doesn't mean I like it. <laughs> right. um, and again, it's just playing up, playing up just how this is. Just a straight up like or like moral fan fiction almost it feels like at yes. at certain oh, points. It absolutely feels like that. So it really does. And again, and I, I will give them credit that they do some good stuff with like um the Deadpool comedy, I would say, like mm-hmm. using like his healing factor and just the way he reacts to different things that 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 is that is a lot of fun. And I did actually probably my favorite honestly favorite thing of this manga outside of Nero's introduction on the um with, with Venom is actually the backup that they did with uh, Spider-Man because they do have like a, that bonus chapter. Yes. Yeah. I, I found, I did find that funny and I was like, oh, you know what? This is maybe more of what they wanted to do, but they, I'm not sure if they were allowed to use more characters. And that's right. like the one thing that I, I, I do realize, especially like reading that bonus chapter with Spider-Man involved. 
is that I wonder if they did want to use more different different types of characters to play off them, but they weren't allowed to, and it just does at some points feel that way. It it absolutely does feel that way. I I guess I, I want to say that look that I'm with you. A lot of the Deadpool comedy was was good Deadpool comedy, no doubt about it, and I like that. And it it has a very fun, irreverent feel to it. And it does give you some good action. There's some legit good action scenes to it. But I think if this, if your target audience, and I'm not too sure who the target audience is, Kevin, okay? But if your target audience is American comic book readers who don't read manga, then... I think it was a bit of a swing in the miss in that this volume, Kevin, had so much inside baseball about other manga titles that your average comic book reader doesn't know, mm-hmm. will not get. And Kevin, it's the, I mean, I would say 40% of Deadpool's comedy was referencing other manga titles yeah. or manga tropes. And that's going to be totally lost on an American audience that doesn't read manga. If you're just a Marvel Comics reader, you're not going to get a, a solid 40% of what Deadpool's saying in this volume. And I'm getting it. You're getting it. But we read a lot of manga, you know. And I, again, I don't know who the target audience is. If the target audience is a Japanese reading public who doesn't know Marvel, okay. If the target audience is American comic readers who don't read manga, uh-oh. I don't know if it works too well using that approach. Yeah, and that's come, that's the interesting thing too about it too is that I do feel like the target audience isn't actually comic book readers when they, they did this yeah. partnership because it's going back to the other projects that they have in, in place with, with Suecia is that this right. is to get man- manga readers in, in, interested yep. in more, more of the comic book side and maybe hopefully sell Deadpool comics. Yeah, And that's what it definitely does feel like. And that's why they play up the tropes for, for manga and, and yep. anime. In this, and we do see that with too. With like, I, I think that um, I was looking it up before this podcast that when back and we don't have full sales numbers of it, but at least in Japan, they, it shipped about 200,000 200, copies yeah. of, of the volume in, in Japan. So we do know that it was pretty successful in Japan. And yeah. again, you're trying to get that's who the audience you're trying to attract, not because the comic book reading audience isn't going to jump on manga right away, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely for the manga reading audience, and that's and right. it's that and it's Deadpool. And Deadpool really is probably one of the more famous um, Marvel characters right now. Yeah. I would I, I would argue, um, especially with how successful his individual movies are, and and how, how many people just reference the character as of late even more so than sometimes the X Men and stuff like that. That um, that all those manga references don't. I, I don't put too much weight on it that concrete readers are going to get lost. They're, they're going to get lost anyways, because this is totally different <laughs> style style that if they're not used to, because even like l- looking at it when I was reading, because I read it on, digitally on Comixology, I was like, I have to rem- remind myself that this is a manga. So I have to read left to right instead of right to left. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so yeah. That, that's another thing too, that that like concrete readers are going to, if they're going to jump into it, that they need to recognize that this is definitely a manga. This is not a comic book. Right. As well. I, I would- yeah. I would say if it, the other problem with this approach, if if the goal of if Marvel Comics thinks they can do this and get Japanese manga readers to then buy 
a Marvel comic, American comic, I think they're setting themselves up for a disaster mm-hmm. because this, what we get here, is nothing in terms of stylistic, artistic approach. It is nothing similar to how comic books or American comic books are written or plotted or yeah. paced. It doesn't match the tone. It doesn't match. It, it, it is so radically different a product. Yes, they're both written and drawn in sequential panels. Okay. But it is so radically different than what you would get from a Marvel comic book that if you were to give this to a Japanese manga reader and then give them a Marvel comic comic that you and I get over here, they'd be like, what is this crap? I, I, you know, I, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not thinking <laughs> our stuff is crap. I mean, we, we make some good stuff too, but I'm just, it's, it's, it's apples and oranges, Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't say crap. Um, I wouldn't go to that extreme <laughs> like, like you would, but, um, but it is just a different style. And like you said, yeah. it, uh, I would say the manga references and the, um, it's going to be difficult maybe like for a new reader friendly in terms of people that aren't familiar with yeah. man- like reading manga and like the tropes of manga as well yeah. um, would yeah. be like okay what what is this okay this is kind of lame and make right. the Deadpool jokes not hit the way that they're supposed to correct um, but again th- I do feel like this is more for the manga readership that knows this yeah. in, in the North America and oh it sees Deadpool on the cover and they're like oh it's a Deadpool manga let me read it Right. I think that that I think that's more the audience that more was intending to attract, and that's really the audience that they should attract. Because again, if they want to expand what their characters are and their character reaches, they want to yeah. tap into the ma- like the readers that aren't going to go to the comic book shop every Wednesday or Tuesday or whenever they they go to comic shops. This is the ones that are going to be at Barnes and Nobles or on Amazon.com. Right. Like, what is the newest manga that just came out? Oh, let me read that. I think the for Marvel, if they want to establish a foothold in Japan, yeah their characters if that's yeah. disney's goal then they're going to have to keep doing it in this format yeah because if you think you can suddenly pivot and just ship your start translating your american comics and sending it over to japan you're gonna fail yeah and and just going back just going back to the story of that we have in deadpool before we get into a little bit more of the right. future of marvel and stuff um with with manga um overall i i did for just going back to like some of the good i did like just the introduction of this as well like of um of the series just because again just that deadpool's comedy i think works so well when it comes to making references of other franchises or even other manga industry in the manga industry as well so just focusing on that stuff and even like him dressing up in like the um putting on the wig and sunglasses (laughs) and things like that there's like a lot of good visual comedy that they do and i think again deadpool plays so well with that and i think the artwork really is what's stands out more so than the writing because the writing oh, like i said agreed. isn't as great isn't that great but i will and so i'm not super impressed with with um the work here in terms of the writing side of things but the artwork i actually did enjoy and i think um what was i gonna say i don't want to miss the artist name um is uh hikaru usugi uh, i think he did a good job blending comic book style with with what we see in manga as well because you do see like how heavily inked um deadpool is compared to sakura spider even or like or nero he looks more like a comic book character coming into the manga world and i i did like that even though again it's not colored it's black and white but i think they did a good job of making deadpool his the conquer version of deadpool right enter into a manga world and i think that 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 was 
a good choice for for this and just again breaking that for more of that fourth wall of like yeah Deadpool is an outsider in here yeah no I'm completely you had the same uh, impression that I had this the the writing by Sanshiro Kasama is I, I wasn't that impressed yeah I think he has a good feel for Deadpool's character but I don't think Deadpool's character is a particularly hard character to get a feel for yeah. <laughs> for a writer okay um it so he 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 does a fine enough job with Deadpool, but his writing it, it's just it's not that great. I mean, the story is really shallow yeah. and it's very simple, and there's just not much going on that's particularly interesting. But Hikaru Usugi's artwork <sighs> is cool to me. His artwork is the star of the show. Mm-hmm. I think that's what gets you to keep turning uh, the pages. Yeah. Uh, to read more it's his artwork it's really really good and i like that you point out the fact that he does draw deadpool like an american comic book character who has been inserted into a manga his style of art the way he draws deadpool is different than how he draws everyone else mm-hmm. i like that a lot it makes deadpool stand out as the star right mm-hmm. of the manga as he should but the art is just fantastic the action looks awesome kevin the action is really really well drawn it's eye catching it's exciting all the character designs are cool it's good good artwork i think the art kevin is what's going to keep readers coming back for more yeah. unless they're a big massive deadpool fan obviously yeah, and I think the only criticism I have of like the of the artwork is that I wish that he would have also drawn Iron Man and Captain America yes. in a similar style to Deadpool, Thank where you. like they're they're characters that are coming from a comic book world, but like Captain America is drawn as more like a pretty boy, like Captain very America, so. and Iron Man's Iron Man kind of looks very stiff and like yes, like there's no one inside. Yes, um, it fe- feels like um, yes. and so like. That, that like with Iron Man and Captain America, they don't translate. Um, and so I just kind of wish that like he would have continued how he drew Deadpool with like Captain America, Iron Man, Loki, and Thanos. Of so, like these are comic book characters coming. In. I thought that would have made the joke of breaking the four all the fourth wall references and things like that a cool, uh, more interesting thing of like then instead of let's do a pretty boy version of Thanos and Loki and Captain America. I'm glad you pointed that because that. I noticed that immediately as I'm reading, I'm like, why is Deadpool drawn like an American comic character? Yet Captain America and Iron Man are not. And it, Kevin, it's really obvious that they aren't. Like really obvious. And that really stuck with me. It was, it was actually kind of irritating and pulled me out of the story a little bit. I, I would have preferred some of that visual consistency. I think it would have worked better with the story if he had carried that artistic approach to Iron Man and Captain America. And it would have it would it would it would have added to the joke a little bit of like yes. co- or like the comic book and manga worlds colliding like uh, uh, right here. And I gotta say, I did not like uh, I didn't like his Captain America. No. It didn't work for me, Kevin. Not it, 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 it didn't feel like Captain America. It felt like someone cosplaying as Captain America. It really did not. Nah, you're right. That 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 was a that was one of the rare misfires as far as the artwork goes for me because the rest of it i i really did like and and then the designs of the newer characters sakura spider and uh our venom uh, nero i thought those designs were really good and and interesting 
Yeah, because they're more like manga characters. They're like what you would expect from a manga or anime. Yeah. Um, so, so again, it, it, again, the artwork I think was the biggest selling point for me, and what kept definitely kept me turning the pages because I want to see how um, the action would go for. And there was points where I was just looking at the action, to be honest. Me too. <laughs> I did me go too. back and read it, like just to make sure I didn't miss anything. But, yeah. um, but yeah, I just honestly, I just was not impressed with the writing uh, whatsoever. Because even like the Deadpool comedy, after like the first chapter or two, just kind of died out because it, it felt old? like it, it, it just. It felt like he was just writing joke after joke after joke, and it's like you, you just get exhausted after a while, and you're yeah, just like, okay, it, whatever. And I, I, pre- I, I prefer the visual comedy that um, from, from the artwork than the, the written comedy. I totally agree. It was too, it was too, it was way too many jokes coming at you in rapid fire succession, and the vast majority weren't landing. Yeah. Yeah. So overall, Iraq, would you recommend this t- this series to um, or? What, what, what kind of rating would you give it out of the, the 10 that we normally do? I mean, to be honest with you, Kevin, I... I would not recommend it to someone who is a regular comic book reader. Uh, if, you're a, if you're a big manga reader, and if you're like me, you're a big manga reader, and maybe you don't read a lot that Marvel publishes anymore these days, you might want to check it out just because it's fun to see characters that you haven't seen in a while. Okay, so if you're if you're like me in that sense, you might want to give it a, give it a, a look see. But really, Kevin, only for the artwork. And honestly, Kevin, I don't know if you'd want to come back for the second volume if it's just the artwork. Okay, uh, so I have a hard I have a hard time recommending it. It, it the art is cool. Art can only carry you for so long. I don't know why I would say buy this volume and then buy the next volume and then buy the next, you know, it's just, there's not enough to the story. The story is just, the writing is so weak. I'm going to give the writing. It's like three night girls out of 10 for me. It's not offensively bad. It's just, it's just not that good. It's boring. Uh, the art though, I'll give eight night girls out of 10 to the artwork. So that's, that's kind of where I, where I, uh, where I come out and I, I would, I don't know, Kevin. I gotta say, I, I'd probably pass on it. There's a yeah. lot of good manga out there, unless you really like Deadpool. Yeah, uh, yeah, I would rate it for writing. I would, def- I agree with you. Three Night Girls out of ten for that, and then for the artwork, I'm going to lower it a little bit because I didn't like the Captain America, Loki, right. Iron Man, and Thanos designs too much. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a seven Night Girls out of ten for me for those, just because again, yeah. there's a disconnect there. But overall, the artwork was really good and the selling point. So it's like five Night Girls out of ten. I think that's really where I fall on it. It's just, yeah. it's just. Yeah. It is what it is. It's not. It's not going great. It's. I think this is going to be mostly for, like, hardcore Deadpool fans. And maybe yes. if you're, yes. and if you were ever interested in reading manga, this may be a good entry point. But yep. again, it, unless you're a hardcore Deadpool fan or maybe a fan of the Deadpool comic, the Deadpool uh, movie, and and are a manga reader, maybe that that's the lane that this falls on. But again, there's so so much manga and even comic books that I would recommend over this. That again, right. I would kind of pass on it. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, Rock. Um, so th- since we have a little bit more time, I wanted to ask you here. Of, we do know that, um, like I mentioned before, we do have that Iron Man Spider Man project that's coming from the Yu Gi Oh creator, and then we also have the um, Marvel Meow that's coming out. But mm-hmm. what other projects are you hoping that this partnership between Swaysha and uh, and Marvel is going to produce? I've got a couple in mind. I some are pretty obvious, and I think are so tailor made for this relationship that i'm surprised they didn't lead with it between you and me 
I think the first one that just immediately leaps to mind, Kevin, is Wolverine. With the obvious connections that Wolverine has to Japanese culture throughout its entire history and his style of character, I'm shocked that he wasn't one of the first characters that they picked to do this uh, joint venture with Shueisha. So I would roll with Wolverine really quickly. I would also, I would also do a Daredevil slash Kingpin manga. Again, I think those are characters. You know, Daredevil has a connection to the hand. I think Kingpin has that gangster vibe that would work well. I think Daredevil Kingpin manga would be really interesting with the Japanese flair. I think that would be a great one to, to take a look at. There are a couple others that come to mind that I think are a little a, a little more, you know, not not so on the nose obvious as those two, okay? Um I think Gardens of the Galaxy would be kind of fun because there's so many good sci-fi mangas out there. I would really like to see the Japanese sci-fi take on the Gardens of the Galaxy because I think maybe they could bring something a little bit different than what we normally get. And that's Kevin, it's, when I'm looking at these Marvel characters that I want to see Shueisha and Marvel team up and do, it's really characters that I would like to see. What is the Japanese interpretation of this character? You know what I mean? Like Rocket and Rocket, Raccoon and, and Groot are like, I think would be perfect for like the Japanese audience. Yes, totally. And even so like I, I, Drax and Gamora and yes. Star Lord, all their costumes are fitting for, for, for interpretation on that. It's tailor-made for manga, isn't it? I, yeah. I just think that would be really, really cool. There are a couple of characters that you might not think of that I would, I am just fascinated to see what Japanese uh, mangaka could do with. Uh, Deathlock. I actually think Deathlock would be a cool protagonist for a manga i just think he kind of syncs up well for what for what manga does another character that i i I really want to see because i don't think it's a character most people would immediately go to when they are thinking about a manga but given the copious amounts of fantasy genre manga that are out there and how well done they are conan the barbarian I, i think that has some real legs, Kevin. I think that could be really interesting to see uh, Japanese manga around Conan. It's a little bit outside, but with all the fantasy manga that we get, that could be neat. See, you know? see for see for me, I have two that like obviously Spider Man and X Men are are oh, what right. I would pick. But but right. um, if I, I'm just out there a little bit more like creatively, yeah, like one would be Fantastic Four. Especially if, like, if with the MCU bringing back the Fantastic Four, like here in a little bit, that it would be a good way to build up the Fantastic Four's popularity. And I think you could be very creative with like going into the multiverse or like doing like a random adventure because it doesn't have to be based in Japan. It could be somewhere in the multiverse, and they could have a lot of fun with the fan, like even entering them into the fantasy genre, which is very popular with the yep. manga audience right now. So you yep. could do like some sort of isekai style Fantastic Four. Um, series, I think. Um, or the other character I have in mind is also Blade. I think Blade is like mm-hmm. a badass character that yep. could easily come over to like come over with all the supernatural stuff that also is very popular in Japan that yep. you could tap into that character. And Blade in general just has a cool design um, mm-hmm. and, and has that samurai that samurai esque yep. look with the, with his sword and then. All, all his different martial arts and things like that. And I think there, there's a lot of potential with a Blade series specifically, like um, again, out of outside of like Wolverine, I think he has the like the best 
oh it fits into that world so like the man the manga t- style writing so well absolutely absolutely yeah there's, yeah, a, lot of, there's a lot of interesting choices out there yeah there is and that, that's what's fun and that's what you hope for from this partnership with suisha is that it does actually produce more create creative stuff of like this because deadpool samurai as much as we ragged on it 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 was cool to see that they actually used Deadpool as the first character instead of like Spider-Man yeah. or, yes. or Wolverine, which is the obvious. Like they didn't go with the obvious. And I'm glad that they did that because it does open the door of like, hey, you know what we're going to if these creators are going to do pick their own assignments. We're not going to assign them their stuff where if they're right. like, they, we want to use this character. Let's do it. And it, obviously, mm-hmm. that's kind of what happened here where they picked Deadpool out of over Spider-Man or Wolverine or or the Avengers, um, which is what you would typically think of like the first project to be is like a Avengers or Spider-Man specifically. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I, and I like that they're thinking outside the box and there's, and that's why I kind of want them to continue that with some unusual choices. Like I guess Guardians of the Galaxy is not that unusual. They have their an MCU franchise, but, but some of the characters like Blade or Conan or Deathlock, like those are not three characters that are going to yeah. immediately leap to your mind. Right when it yeah. comes to doing a manga, but I, I hope that they do kind of go in that territory versus mm. the really predictable as look, don't get me wrong. Spider-Man and Iron Man should be a manga because Spider-Man is essentially a Sentai character. Okay. He's tailor-made for it. Iron Man is obviously a Henshin character and there, and, and is a very common character to find mm-hmm. in Japanese anime and manga, right? So, I mean, it makes yeah. sense that you use those too, to be sure. But yeah. I really hope they try to get, pick some characters that you don't normally think of, think outside the box, because like to, to your point, Blade, Deathlock, Conan, these are characters that could work in a Japanese manga really well and give mm-hmm. us something new and interesting and different that might not just excite your Japanese readers, but also mm-hmm. excite your North American readers. Look, the Japanese readers don't know these characters anyway, Kevin. So you can give them any Marvel character and they're not yeah. outside of, obviously outside of the very, very big ones like Spider-Man, right? I mean, or outside, outside, of, outside yeah. of them, outside of the MCU. Right. Outside of the MCU, whoever you pick, I mean, it, it makes no difference to the Japanese yeah. readers. They're not going to really know them that well. And I think American readers really get excited about thinking outside of the box yeah, yeah i think characters. and i think especially as you see things more coming out here in the in the west of like there's a wide variety of genres that are get, becoming very popular with manga readers and have always been popular because it's not just recently because but oh, you yeah. see more of like the the big mangas that you're seeing now they're just not not the typical shonen jump the shonen mangas you also see supernatural with like uh yep. jujutsu kaisen jujutsu kaisen one of the most popular mangas out there and it's a it's more supernatural it is shonen but it's also supernatural yeah um, oh yeah setting so like what characters fit into that blade right so like so you want to tap into different genres on top of like the, the typical shonen um yeah which is what deadpool is deadpool is like a, right. what, a more of a typical shonen um yep. but and that's what i hope with this partnership is that they tap into not just a what is the iconic manga mm-hmm. when everyone thinks of manga is the shonen manga but there's also other manga out there that are looking into other genres and that's hopefully what they do with the, um, with, with this partnership. And it's not just the typical superhero, like in manga form. Right. It, it, there's, they have plenty of options when it comes to that. I mean, my goodness, uh, I'm trying to think I, I would, 
in my ideal situation is they would steer clear of MCU characters. I know that's not going to happen. No. <laughs> okay, I know that's not going to happen. I get it. I get it. But th- there, it would be so much fun to play into the different manga is just, it's so well known, Kevin, for the amazing diverse selection of genres. Mm-hmm. I would like to see that with the team ups with Marvel too. You know? Yeah. Like one, one that just came to mind is the beta Ray bill manga. Yes. Like, like that would that would be cool. <laughs> like I, I think Beta Real Bill is another one. Like you could do co- like cosmic stuff, and then you could do silly with him as well. Absolutely, so. I think that's so important. I, but, you know, who I'd rather see, honestly, because we saw the Hulk a little bit in the Deadpool manga, right? Yeah, a very small appearance, but it got me thinking. You know who I think actually would be better for manga than doing a Hulk one? She Hulk. Oh yeah, I actually think she would fit better with a manga than Hulk would. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so I kind of think outside the box that way. Like, think about who would pair up better with it. And I yeah. think that would work better. Yeah, awesome. Well, uh, I think that's really where we're in, in this. Again, there's a lot of hope for this. And again, yeah. as much as why do we didn't leave, um, we didn't enjoy Deadpool Samurai as much as we wanted to, um, there's still a lot of possibilities. And maybe with Volume 2, it gets better. Um, we're, we're not sure yet because I know that there was like that All Might Deadpool team up like eventually yes um that i remember that um was part of the promotion of this which i was surprised that wasn't in here i was i was actually expecting that but um um, but yeah there's going it's going to be interesting to see what else produces out of this partnership and hopefully this isn't just something that ends after the spider-man and iron man because there's a lot of potential here yeah um and again we'll we'll see what what happens but again rock thank you very much for joining me on this episode and We'll be we'll be back for a new episode next next month. Uh, we'll be tackling maybe some of the new manga that came out from from Viz that we, they just premiered two new two mangas this past month. So we'll see about reviewing those. So you'll uh, look out for those episodes next month. Um, until then, you guys have a good rest of your day.